I'm Monique. And I'm Sierra. And you're listening to Hoochin' and Hollering, a podcast where we do our favorite things, drink and talk. This week we are discussing Midnight Sun chapters three through five, Ooh. and there is a lot to dissect. Let's talk about it. Um, these chapters are pure comedy. Um, we do not. We do need to let you guys know that there will be spoilers. Mm-hmm. If you have not read Midnight Sun, do not sit up here and listen about us. Like listen to us go on about it. Um, there's also swearing, and you should be used to that by now. By now, yeah. yes. So in chapters three through five of Midnight Sun, Edward wrestles with the fact that he may have to leave Forks in order to avoid the bloodlust he has for new student Bella. After saving our damsel in a would-have-been fatal collision, mm-hmm. Edward has to face his family and apologize for the danger he's put them in. Our vamp family is divided. Half of them just want to kill Bella <laughs> and get it over with and end this nightmare, and the other half want to spare her. The choice becomes easier when Alice informs their, them that her and Bella are going to be BFF soon. <laughs> During a super chill little late night breaking and entering, Edward overhears Bella speak his name and he's changed forever. He now has to accept the fact that he can't stay away from her and begins plotting his way into her life while also keeping her human. Ooh, good recap. <laughs> this These chapters are good. Yeah, they're I'm good. I'm excited to talk about them. Um, before we dig in to the chapters, let's talk hooch. Mm-hmm. So, each episode we're going to be sharing a specialty cocktail. Today we're drinking the book-inspired Midnight Sun Martini to celebrate Edward's not-creepy-at-all midnight rendezvous (laughs) at Bella's, uh, where he hears her say his name in her Mm -hmm, sleep. mm -hmm. Um, He thinks, quote, my life was an unending, unchanging midnight. It must by necessity always be midnight for me. So how was it possible that the sun was rising now in the middle of my midnight Ooh, that's deep. good yeah <laughs> uh stephanie always does that where she puts the title of Into the book the... in the book so i think this is that yes and boy that was deep very good <laughs> um this cocktail features one and a half ounces of gin half an ounce of fresh orange juice we used the blood orange for mm-hmm. obvious reasons <laughs> um half an ounce of simple syrup one and a half ounce of pomegranate juice, half an ounce of triple sec, and it is garnished with some pomegranate seeds and a rosemary sprig. And let me tell you, boy. It's good. It's good. It's good. Them pomegranate seeds weren't easy yeah, to get out. I know. And it was worth it because it tastes good. Yes, yeah. it is delicious. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. Um, if you've ever been to Bar Louie, this is so niche. If you've ever been to Bar Louie and had the Diva cocktail, it's similar. very, very similar to mm-hmm. that. Um, sans pineapple. It's really good. It's really good. I wouldn't, I can't even like taste the gin. I can taste it a little bit. And I'm like, it's, it's very much a martini vibe though. Yeah. I like it. This is definitely something I can drink. I'm excited though, to drink it later again. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but definitely worth it mm-hmm. um, as always you can find this recipe on our instagram page so now let's dive into chapters three through five of midnight sun so we start chapter three with an ever brooding edward who's hunting with his dad carlisle we get some good quality time with the boys in this scene edward confides in carlisle which is super cute 
tells him about his dilemma that he's facing with Bella. Mm-hmm. Him and Carlisle have it's such so a precious relationship. And he like respects he, Carlisle. Dead ass in he's, real life considers him a dad. Yeah. A father. I mean, how long have they been together? Like a hundred years, right? Almost, yeah. Cause that's I that's dad. I think he's been a he's been a, a vampire for no, Edward's been a vampire for like 70 years. Why do I keep thinking he's 101? Where did I get that from? He was born in 1901. Maybe I'm just adding the maybe. total time of his life. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Wait, do you count? Do you start at one when you become a vampire? I think so. They I think should. he counts his 70 that's... years as a vampire. I think that's what he does. Or 70 or 80 years. Yeah. Yeah. You should. <laughs> you got to start over. You're not, born. <laughs> You're not a human. So Edward explains that he probably would have to leave in order to save Bella, and Carlisle agrees that it may be time for Edward to go away, even though his family's going to miss him mm-hmm. a lot, um, especially Esme. That's yep. going to be real tough for her. Mm-hmm. I just love how close they are, and they just like really miss each other. And this is not something that's normal in the Twilight verse. Like, right. There's only, I would, I guess, say two other families like this. Tanya's family mm-hmm. in Denali, and then the Volturi, but they're like a... They, they're not like it's not dynamics. the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they live together, but they're not a loving family. Yeah, like the Cullens and Hales. So, so they agree that it would only be a couple of years until Bella graduates and moves. You know, so she'll probably move away, and then Edward can go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this ever-changing and conflicted mind of Edward, he really just does not want to leave. Um, at this point, I'm, like, making a decision. He's very much like, I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go. No. It's for chapters. Yeah. Um, we've yes. been going back and forth for, like, three chapters. I'm going to leave. I got to stay. <laughs> I'm just one more day. So I got to go see her one more time. So while hunting, Edward thinks about how he should leave, how he should leave Forks. Again. But decides, <laughs> you know, I'm going to just go to school to see Bella one more time. Like, what? As if that would help make <laughs> your decision easier. Right. Um... So, yeah. Back home, Edward sees Alice, and she accuses Edward of wanting to leave. She's Mm -hmm. like, you're leaving. And like a good sister, she looks at his future and can see it's still kind of blurry and constantly shifting. So she's like, you really haven't decided one way or the other. This provides absolutely zero help to Edward um, in making his decision to leave or stay. But either way, Alice isn't going to share his choice with the other siblings. Yeah. They have a very, also a very tight bond, yep. being the two kind of weird ones within the weird family. <laughs> so their bond is very tight. And I like how, this is later, we'll talk about this later more, but I like how people can talk to Edward through their thoughts. Yeah. They might not get a response, mm-hmm. or it might be very, just like him talking very fast. Yeah. But I like that I can think something it allows them privacy, you know? Yeah. Like, That's I solely true. can talk to Edward while we're in a room full of people. Yeah. Because I know he can hear me. Yeah. Or whatever. That's kind of cool. That's so cool. So, on the way to school, Edward observes his siblings, Rose and Emmett, quote, desperately in love. They're cute. <laughs> They're cute. <laughs> They're cute. Although, I would I, not want someone just staring into my eyes. That's what they do. Vampires different. They love hard, <laughs> deep. <laughs> he fills us in on how intense their love is and how passionately they gaze into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. I just love their love. They're cute. I, they're no, cute. they like are like, Emma's, he's like, that's my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what did Rosalie say? Because that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> and Rosalie be wrong. <laughs> All the time. Rosalie's just like, how is this going to help me? 
And Emmett's like, all right, babe. Yeah, I guess. I guess like, we can do this. You the one, so. <laughs> I wonder, did they all get married? I know Emmett They've and They've had Rose, a wedding. Yeah. Like, several. Did every, and honeymoons. Did Alice and Jasper have a wedding, you I think? I don't know. I feel like they're the kind to, like, not do it. I feel like Jasper is Why the kind. Why not? Jasper just is you, not. You live in eternity. Jasper doesn't like attention. He okay, just is like, fair. please leave me alone. I don't want to talk. He so ride like, or die too, though. Jasper would murder someone <laughs> in a heartbeat. He's, he's ready like, to I, murder Bella. I'm a killer. I do this. He's ready to murder Bella. He's like, you're putting Alice in danger? Everybody got to die. He's, <laughs> he's ready to fight Edward. <laughs> it's so, your brother. That was just like a round, just kind of thinking about that. Like, I wonder if Alice and Jasper, like, did Carlisle and Esme have a wedding? Like, I bet Carlisle and Esme did. Because Esme I Car- is a yeah. plant. I think. Yeah. Oh, but Alice would really she be would love planning it. a yeah. wedding. I don't know. And Jasper would just give her whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. A man. That's how it should be. A man. <laughs> so, Edward is absolutely, like, jealous of this whole thing. Big bitter. <laughs> and you've been around him so long. Like, what it's is so your bitter. issue? Um... And he starts to think about and look for Bella when they are pulling up to the school. He notices um, that Bella was, like, very anxious about something. Mm-hmm. And then he also realized everybody else around him was anxious. Like, why Why is everybody on edge? Right, he's like, what's going on? Yeah, like, I'm getting weird vibes. <laughs> and he realizes it's because the roads are slick with ice, so everybody's, like, super nervous and, like, trying to be extra careful. So Edward notes that he... Um, that she has two characteristics so far. He's keeping a, li- a little list. Yeah. And the two characteristics so far is that she's a serious person and she's responsible. So it's so obsessive. Yeah. I want to like, say oh, it's keeping a little list. I want to say it's cute though. I want to say it's cute. Yeah. Because he's never he's never felt these feelings before. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty endearing. Mm-hmm. Also kind of weird. Like just talk to her. Yeah. You could find all this out just by talking to her. And she would talk to you she would talk back yeah she wants to talk to you she's ignoring you because you're being real weird dude. yeah i'm like that edward guy is something wrong with him so edward hoped that she would talk to him which was so cute so he started to hold his breath like i I hope she comes over here and i'm like oh so precious he's like i'll hold my breath just in case Just in case she wants to come over and talk to me out. I, I don't I don't want her to, but just in case. And then, are you smiling, dude? Because anybody about to come and talk to you. He's 100% not smiling. He's probably clenching his jaw. He probably looks unapproachable. Like he looks like he's in pain 100%. Because he is. Ugh. So, just as Bella gets out of her car, Tyler Crowley, another student, loses control of his vehicle. And it's now up to Edward to save the day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he can't let her die. So this is our first action scene. We all know Sierra loves an yeah. action scene. It wakes you up because the first three <laughs> chapters, chapter, I'm chapter. like, all right, where's the part when people about like, to die? Okay, this is, <laughs> I was like, is this the boring? I know the first, the first three, you're like, this, this could be a boring book because Edward think a whole lot, so much. He be thinking, so many pages of him just yes, no, yes, no. Now we finally are to the mm-hmm. point where people might die. So it's fun now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Edward is like, this can't happen. So, okay, here's what happens. And I, I'm glad we're doing this, because that scene is always really confusing to me. All yes. The, everything that's happening, I'm like, how is this? How, and this, yeah, in this book, I feel like I got confused between this scene all the way through the hospital, because I'm like, wait, who? 
when did Carlisle say? And then you going back and forth between. We'll get yeah. to it, but we're going back and forth between Carlisle, and I got real confused. Yeah. So here's what goes down. Tyler makes a turn into the parking lot, and he goes way too quickly, and his van skidded across the ice sideways mm-hmm. toward Bella. And so, I got that from the movie, because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Bella is standing at the back of her car. The, the way this is described in the book is very, very confusing. She's standing at the back of her car. The van's coming toward her sideways. So in that moment, we get a lot of thoughts from Edward. He's thinking a mile a minute. He just says, not her, and he ignores literally everything, like all the risk, mm-hmm. the possibility of exposure, mm-hmm. and he runs vampire speed over to Bella so she doesn't get squished between the van and her truck. Yep. So then, okay, from my understanding, <laughs> Bella looks up at him completely shocked, and then Edward quickly tries to cover up what really happened. Hey, you hit your head. Yeah. I'm letting you know now, you hit your head, right? While he's like trying to pop the dents out of the yeah, car. I'm like, you're doing a lot, but like, how is she not seeing all of this? She is seeing it. That's the thing. In Twilight, she's like, he. what does he do? She's like, is he lifting this van? <laughs> and he's like, Bella, you're so dumb. <laughs> and then, okay, so then students are starting to gather like, um, it's a small high school, so everybody's going to be talking about it. your yeah. business. So then somebody's calling the police, and then Edward, like she, uh, like Mo just said, he's trying to clean up his tracks and undent cars. Like, ah, uh, because if it didn't hit her, if he didn't hit her, can't be, you Where know. Where the dents? That's yeah, my shoulder. And, a, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and non-verbally talks to Emmett like Emmett's like got you bro I'll fit, right. I'll clean it up for you I'll pop the rest of the dents they are criminals I'm a part you know I'm gonna straighten the cars out it ain't gonna look like an accident was here oh my god <laughs> so we transition to the hospital they've been taken to the hospital Tyler Bella and Edward mm-hmm. in an ambulance um and in the scene we also get introduced finally to Charlie yeah like well we yeah he has not been I'm in the book I'm thinking about yet. Twilight. Yeah, yeah, he has not been he in the book yet. And that was, I was like, damn, yeah, we haven't heard from Charlie. <laughs> so Edward realizes at first when Charlie, Charlie comes in, he's like, he's worried beyond words. He can't even mm-hmm. think words. Right. And then the more he listens to him, he realizes, oh, I can't hear his thoughts. I can only hear the tone of his yeah. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like feelings, right? Like yeah, he can only feel anxious, that he's worried. He's he can worried, only feel that yeah. he's guilty. He cannot hear his specific thoughts. So he. What Edward, is it about the Swan family? Right, that he can't they got hear? something wrong with them. <laughs> so Edward says that, you know, he always thought of Charlie as a man of slow thought, which is disrespectful. Edward is actually really rude because just because vampires can think fast, right? Don't be calling people slow. He thinks everyone is dumb, but it turns out. That Charlie has a similar glitch to Bella. <laughs> a glitch. I mean, whatever's going on in the swan's genetic pool, <laughs> their brains are fucking weird. And they can't be heard. So, okay, so after hearing Charlie, mm-hmm. Edward runs to go talk to Carlisle. Mm-hmm. The first thing Carlisle thought, he was like, oh my God, he my jumped son, up. my son killed Bella. He jumped up, he was like, no, <laughs> you didn't. I, I like my job, Edward. The I family. like this town. <laughs> and then he was like, 
And then Edward's like, no, we got into a little, you know, accident or whatever. And I just died laughing because I could just think about Carlisle. Like, man, we got to move. We got to kill like, everybody in the town. Pack up the house. <laughs> we just, we had this house built. An architect was involved. Up. <laughs> now we got to go. So, and he's like, oh, and Carlisle's like, oh, sorry, Edward, for assuming that. Yeah. He's like, I should have known. I should have. No, no. I should have known not because I trust you, but because your eyes are still golden. I noted yeah. that. I noted that. He didn't say I should have known because you're a good person. I should have known because your eyes aren't blood. Yep. Red. So now Edward is on his way to check on Bella, but he overhears the conversation between Tyler and Bella. So Tyler, uh, Tyler's just keep, you know, he's asking her if she's okay, and he's saying I'm sorry and stuff, and Edward. Bella's um, like, leave me alone. I know. Bella don't really like talking to many people. She don't like nobody. And then, so Tyler's like, oh, well, you know, what happened? Like, who, like, how did that happen? And mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? Edward was next to me, and he pulled me out the way. That's what happened. Edward, like, okay, cool. She's like, oh, she right or she, She's loyal. Okay. She's loyal. <laughs> So, Edward obviously is satisfied with her why, her answer. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts to feel a small pang of jealousy, though, because he starts to realize that now Tyler is also interested in Bella. Bella right. is, like, the cream of the crop in Forks, apparently. They ain't seen no new girls in a while. Listen, they went to kindergarten with all the other girls, so they're like, gross, I saw her eating dirt. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be with her. So... He's like, okay, well, at least Bella will lie for me, yeah. and I just got to figure out how to kill Tyler. No. <laughs> <laughs> eat these seeds. <laughs> Is that the part? <laughs> okay, keep it, keep it. Go ahead. You can't eat them. I was, chewing, a, I was chewing for a while. Of, we have a pile of pomegranate at the bottom of our drink. So Carlisle finally goes to check on Bella. He's kind of been, like, keeping his distance this whole time because Edward says in the book, he's like, the second she sees Carlisle, she's going to be like, why do y'all look alike if you're adopted? <laughs> why he Bella's, got this blonde hair like this? Bella is too observant. So yeah. Edward's like, oh my God, what is she going to think? But Carlisle finally goes to visit her and tells her she's good to go. He saw her charts. And while she has a lot of healed contusions, she's okay. She's Carlisle right. was like... What did her mom do? Drop her on the floor? And I'm like, yeah. Edward's that sounds like, on brand for Renee. Edward's like, yeah. That sounds very we'll, on brand for Renee to be dropping we'll Bella. we into this as the pod goes. <laughs> Renee's a bad parent. Yeah. Not a fan. She's a bad mom. Bella raised herself. Yes. Bella raised herself and Renee. Yeah. If we're keeping it a buck. I'm like, was she like 16 or something? Like, was she like young? No, she was 18. It's, I mean, she's young. Was yes, she 18? It is young. It is young. She was young. She was trying it's to kick 18, it. 18, but. She was trying to kick it. Kicking it too hard. Got knocked up. Now you got responsibility. She's like, you know what, Bella? Let's go on a day trip. Bella's like, five. Like, mom. Um, you have school. I can't just leave school. Kindergarten. <laughs> she's like, mom, you gotta get me to school on time. Oh, I can't stand Renee. <laughs> and. So, yeah, Carlisle tells Bella that she's fine. You can go. But Miss Bella wants to know the truth. She Mm -hmm. looks at Edward and she's like, can I talk to you for a second, sir? And Edward's like, oh, my God, here we go. He's like, okay, this is my last moment with her because I got to go. 
again. I gotta go. I'm like, are you leaving or are you going? Because what is what does Felicia say? <laughs> Make sure you leave when, when you, you go. go. Exactly. <laughs> Sir. Because you you're you're not. Or make sure you go, whatever And Felicia he keeps saying, said. like, okay, one more time. This is my final scene. Right. It's time for me to perform. And he's like, oh, I'm going to leave this horrible image in her mind the final last time she sees me. Yeah, okay. And it's just too much. Mm-hmm. But Edward's like, okay, let's do this. It's time to gaslight. <laughs> Edward's like, I've trained my whole life for this. <laughs> time to gaslight the fuck out of her. So we're finally back at school so edward he went back to school and his mind is on bella the whole time it's literally out of control he doesn't know what to do he's being super rude to teachers yeah which is not like him yeah he's very polite usually um and definitely showing out in class like um emmett Oh, yeah. Emmett made a comment like, uh, look, Jasper, Jasper is not too happy with you, dude. He's like, and Jasper's going to kill her now yeah. because of how you acting. Yep. And so Edward started gripping the table. And Emmett like, dude, chill. He's literally We're shouting in, in high his school. head. He's like, yeah. you got to chill. <laughs> he tries to calm, like, calm Edward down. Edward is like furious. Yeah. So now this is how complex this man's mind is. It's just. So he's mad. Now he's like, all right. Jasper mad at me. He's trying to kill Bella. Okay, who who's about to like who's on my side here? He's he's doing strategy. He's like, yeah. I gotta take out my family. Who's gonna be with me? Yep. Who? So he um he's having this hypothetical family fight in his mind in order to protect Bella. So he's trying to figure out which family members will be on his side, and you know if this were to turn like really ugly. And he has so many complications because he chose to save a human's life. You know, by displaying, like, his, like, vampire powers. And he realizes that he probably will have no one on his side because Alice ain't gonna choose. Yep. Esme ain't gonna choose. Carlisle's gonna be like, let's not fight, guys. Rosalie is... So we got three people who are non-confrontational. Rosalie is like, I don't even like you like that, so yeah, I know, Rosalie is like, I don't even like... And Emmett's like, that's my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett's with Rosalie. Jasper's with Alice. Alice? I think he said Alice would pick whoever she sees winning. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not mad at her. I know. I'm not mad so at her. So we have nobody on Edward's side. It's Edward yeah. on his own. But, you know, none of them would fight him. So it probably would just end up being him and Jasper and maybe him the, and Jasper. Jasper would fight Edward in a heartbeat. Listen, Jasper's scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> that man fought in real wars and fake wars. He was like, Vampire I don't remember wars. y'all fighting in the war of 1812. Listen, Jasper <laughs> said, I was in the Confederacy. I will murder you. <laughs> he don't care. Jasper was racist. He had to have Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> he had to have been. He had to have been racist. Jasper yep. Hale had to have been racist because he was from Texas. Racist. During the Civil War. Racist. And he fought. He was a general in the Confederacy. And what you had to do to get that title, Jasper? And here's the thing. He lied about his age to get in the Army. You wanted to fight for slavery that bad, my guy? He's like, who about to be picking all this cotton in? I ain't about to do it. He's like, me? You see my third Time to fight. Stephanie, we need answers. Mm-hmm. Did he have to be a Confederate soldier? No. I don't think so. You could have made him a rebel. You could have made him from, uh, you could have made him 
an outlander. Yeah. You could have made him an outlander. Well, they at least that some Scottish in- war. At least some integrity. <laughs> have some integrity, Miss Meyer. Mm-hmm. Miss Mayer. Is it Mayer or Meyer? I don't know. Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Mayer. Mayer. John Mayer. Is but Did John Mayer it? has an A in it, doesn't yeah. it? M A Y E R. Hers is Meyer. Stephanie Meyer. I've never heard her name said. Ain't nobody checking for Steph. Steph, I want answers. <laughs> Why was he in the Confederacy? Why would you do that to us? Yeah. So. Anyway. Yes. So yeah, Edward's like, I want to fight my family for this little girl. Mm-hmm. Period. On the car ride home. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> cussing him out. Rosalie's like, "You stupid bat!" Like they're and going. She's in like, "I him. know you can hear me too." Stop! <laughs> keep going to the whole car ride, you dumbass. <laughs> so they get home and they get straight into a family meeting. This obviously happens a lot because they all immediately go to the dining, dining room, room table. Yep, and they all immediately have their spots. <laughs> and Edward notices people choose sides, so it's like. Carlisle, Edward, and Esme on one side. Mm-hmm. Jasper, Rosalie, and Emmett on the other. And Alice kind of just sits in the middle. She's like, And sure Jasper yet. stood. Yeah, Jasper stood. Yeah. Because he also didn't want to... I think he wanted to make his stance known without aligning himself with Rosalie. Yes. You know? Yeah. And Alice is just like, we'll see. I'll see. I'm going to stand right here and we'll see. <laughs> and Jasper, he, and Edward notices that. He's like, oh, Jasper noticed Alice stood by me. And he wanted to come over there. Yep. So Alice, Jasper will do whatever Alice tells mm-hmm. him to. He is very confident in Alice. So Esme's like, guys, like I just, <laughs> I just want Edward to stay. What do we need to do? Yeah. She's like, I She's like that's my baby it. boy. That's my baby boy. <laughs> she loves Edward. That's like, her what? favorite. I'm pretty oh, sure Edward is her favorite. 100% her favorite. So Edward says he's gonna leave and Emma's like you can't now because we have to hear her thought or hear people's thoughts to see if she's talking about us because mm-hmm. you over here super speed super strength saving bitches <laughs> Emma's like you can't leave um and Rosalie's like no you can't leave and we got a killer there's too many loose ends yep. you're disrupting my life yeah she's like I like it here it's dreary and, and I get to be outside. Yep, she's like, I get to go outside. We don't never get to go outside. The only place they can go is Alaska, and they probably already spent some time there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Carlisle shut Rose down and then told her they will not murder a child. This is non-negotiable. Um, he that, shut Rosalie down quick. He, yeah, because he's like, look now. He's like, don't forget the mess we had to get you out of. Right, you killed five people. <laughs> and we didn't, we were like, all right. <laughs> you got your revenge. You feel better. God, All right, please. let's start over now. <laughs> Dang, got to rob banks. Rosalie is got to so... predict the stocks to get some money. Right, <laughs> Rosalie is so annoying. Oh my god. So, um, so Carlisle shut that down, and then they moved the discussion to if they will stay or if they will go as a family. Right. right. As like a we're not unit. killing Bella. Do we go or do we stay? Yep. So Rose, of course, wants to stay because they just got there. And next it's time for Jasper to jump in. He's not very vocal about much, but he's ready to die on this hill. Yeah. Um, he was ready uh, to kill Bella. He's like, let's, right now. Take care of it. 
He explains to the family how Bella should have died in that accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and how he would never let someone harm Alice. It comes down to it being about Alice. Yeah. He's so, like, if you put her in jeopardy, mm-hmm. we got now we got a problem. Right. Um, I, I, me personally, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. They're, She's seventeen years old. They're being really aggressive about it. I just feel like, like I feel like they're making it a bigger thing than it has to be. Even if okay, in the event that she tells everyone, right? Who is going to believe her, Dad? Right. Some, I think we got some vampires. Right. You should probably take care he of that. He lifted a van off me. Um, Bella, you hit your head. That's what the doctor said. You hit your head. So, like, so they wouldn't believe her anyway. Yeah. They're just make them. So what's the issue? Out of her molehill, and I'm yeah. over it. Alice jumps in, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Jasper, <laughs> she's just like, yeah. Can you do me a favor and not kill Bella because we're gonna be future best friends." He's like, "Done. What do you need?" She's like, he's, he was like, "Oh." Cool, I'm good. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> and so Edward is starts reading her mind because Alice is like, we're going to be besties. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So he starts reading her mind and he sees Alice and Bella hugging and it's like concrete. That yep. is going to happen. Yep. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward jumps up all frantic. He's screaming. Um... Because he sees something that he just does not like in Alice's vision. He, for the thousandth time, I know. tries to leave the family. I'm surprised this didn't do it. I'm surprised Alice's vision of her hugging Bella with Bella having blood red eyes yeah. didn't send him running. Yeah. Well, then the family, you know, they had to talk him down. They're like, oh, but Edward... Who's going to watch the visions? Edward, we need Who's you. Who's going to tell us when something bad's Who, happening? Yeah, we need you here. And so that little reverse psychology got, you know, you know, he's, he's going to stay. He's really torn because he's like, yeah. I really, really, really should go. So Alex <laughs> explains to Edward, like, he's definitely going to fall in love with Bella. And he, do not, he does not want to hear it. He don't want to hear she's it. she's like, I love Bella too. And he's like, too? <laughs> he's like, who else loves her? <laughs> Uh, Alice explains to Edward that he would either, he has a couple options here. He would either kill her. They're not good. They're not good options. He would either kill her or she will become one of them. Edward's like, I don't like either of these options. Different vision now. (laughs) And Alice is like, I'm sorry. That's, you know, that's what I, that's what I see. She's pretty confident. So, pissed. Edward, (laughs) you know, he just goes and runs. What he does best. Clears little mind. Yeah, he likes to run. During his run, Edward is playing back Alice's vision. Mm-hmm. He sees Bella changing and hanging out with Alice on a normal day. She looks happy. Mm-hmm. He's like, she looks happy, but like, how could she be? Because I'm a monster. <laughs> oh my God. He's determined to not allow this to happen. I would never bet against Alice. Right. (laughs) Right. I would never bet against Alice. Especially, her vision was concrete. Yeah. There there was no getting around it. Yeah, I'm like, Edwards, when she saw Edwards' um, vision, it was shifty. Mm -hmm. It was blurry. It kept changing. She was like, no, I see it clear as day. She said, Bella... We about to be besties, mm-hmm. so get with it. And I need some friends because y'all are making me upset yeah, and she's irritated. Like, y'all don't like to do nothing. I yeah. like to do. Y'all always <laughs> complaining, got problems. So I need a new bestie. 
So Ed, but Edward's like, no, I'm changing the future. I don't want this for her. Yep. Um. So, so. <laughs> I wanted you to say this because this is like the best line in a book, probably. Yeah. So he decides he's gonna go to school mm-hmm. and just ignore her. And the line that opens this <laughs> bit of chap, this bit. Okay, he says, "Quote, high school." purgatory no longer it was now purely hell (laughs) torment and fire yes i had both what an opening line it is i this is great like this man steph was in her bag when she wrote this steph was in her bag and i know she threw her pen down like you know what she said get my editor on the line (laughs) we got a banger (laughs) so Edward, like we said before, is very determined to change the future mm-hmm. and not love Bella. Alice is over it at this point. Alice is like, just let me know when I can talk to her. Yeah, yeah. And you like, let me know when you good. Um, when Bella returns to school, Edward is surprised and pleased to find out that she isn't running her mouth about his superhuman strength. And I'm like, did you think she was going to say something? What about her character? Her personality. You got two makes traits. You think right, right. Makes you think she's gonna say something. She don't like talking to people anyway. And she, she only, knew. And she's new. She only wants to talk to you about it. Yeah. But y'all up here having family meetings, getting ready to kill the whole town <laughs> and take off. <laughs> we gotta slaughter everybody. Like, this, this is a big old mess. <laughs> like no, y'all are making it a big old mess. So that day in biology, Bella attempts to be cordial. She greets him. She's like. Hello, Edward. And he literally doesn't even look at her and just gives her like a, a, a small nod. Like acknowledging <sighs> she said something, but not actually talking to her. He decides the only way he's not going to fall in love with her is by being a complete dick to her. Wow. <laughs> For someone who's this old, you would think they would have some more common sense. He ain't got no game is the problem. <laughs> so Bella's like, you know what? Fuck you then. She's like, I'm not going to talk to you either. She's like, I don't need you. And I applaud her for yep. that. Good. I, good for her. Now, in Twilight, we know she is still obsessing over him. Yeah. But she does a very good job of not showing it. Yep. Which I commend her. Keep it internal, girl. Yes. So, an entire month passes, <laughs> which I know is not a very long time for a vampire. But for a teen girl, you ignore me for a month? That's a long time. That is so long. And it's more than a month. Because mm-hmm. he says a little over a month. They're still ignoring each other. And I commend Bella. I'll say it again. Because I couldn't do it. I know. I'd be like, why are you ignoring me? I didn't do nothing to you. Yeah. I'd be picking fights. And you got to sit with him. That's I the thing. I would be picking fights. Yeah. Edward, also, what is the month here? Um, She came in... Was It It wasn't September, right? It wasn't She was school. already 17. So she, I think it was like October. Okay. Because her birthday's... Okay, October. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Virgo Bella. Virgo Bella. I don't make the same decisions she make, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. Fuck I was asking that because I was thinking about the icy parking lot, and I was like, oh, what month is is that? But it it was like November. I think it probably was like October or November. Yeah. Um, So, yes. So, they're still ignoring each other, and Edward has the audacity. (laughs) The audacity. He has chosen to ignore her. And he has the audacity to be annoyed that his ignoring her isn't affecting her more. <laughs> He's like, well, I thought by now she'd be a little huffy about it. 
Like, well, what you want me to do? You don't want me to talk to you. Right. You're going to be mean to me every time I do talk to you. So I'm not talking to you. So I'm not talking to you. But you got a problem with that, too, right. huh? He's like, well, why won't she look at me? Oh, God. <laughs> so during this month-long ice out, Edward is spending all his time studying Bella through the eyes of other people. Not creepy at all. Oh, yeah. we don't really talk about this. That is something I did not know from the Twilight and the other books. So Edward can see through other people's mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, I didn't he could know just, that He could just sit in someone's head all day and see what they see exactly. Which is weird. That's very weird. And, and why do you want to part, sit? Yeah. A part of the mind reading, I didn't really comprehend. I, I was like, I guess that makes sense, but it's mm-hmm. not something I would I considered. Right. You know? Right. So it's interesting. It's interesting. So um, Edward's looking through other people's eyes to keep track of Bella. Not creepy at all. Nope. He's picking up on some of her personality traits, which he also could have done by, you know, having a conversation with her. Just talking to her. Yep. Just, like, opening his mouth. Yep. The girl he sits next to every day in biology. Hey, what you, you know, what do you like to do? He could find out the information he's finding out by having a conversation with her. Nope. He's like, you know what, I'm going to just look through Eric's eyes. Today. Because, you know, he got this class with her. I'm going to just see what she's doing. So he notices how different she is from the other teens. Um, She's constantly going out of her way to make people feel included and cared for. Um, Edward's like, wow, this girl is nice, and there is no way I can ruin her life. Yeah, he's like, she's just like deep down in the middle of her heart, Mm -hmm. a good girl, and I'm going to ruin her, (laughs) is what Alice is telling me. Wow, great. (laughs) So they're still ignoring each other. A little while later, just as our boy Eddie thinks it can't get any worse. Yep. It does. So today is the day annoying ass Mike Newton is going to ask Bella to the girls' choice dance. I hate Mike. You heard so that much. right. Mike <laughs> is asking Bella to the girls' choice dance. How desperate do you have to be as a boy to ask a girl to a girls' choice dance? I hate this boy so much. And All on top boys. of that, on top of that, he turned down Jessica. He's like, eh, I'll get back to you. You turned down a girl who asked you to the girl's choice dance wow. in hopes that the girl who has shown zero interest in you would want to take you. I can't stand him. No. I can't stand him. No. So we're back in biology class and Mike has finally mustered up the courage to ask her to the girl's choice dance. <laughs> I can't get over it. He's, like, real confident after her little accident because he was a little afraid. He was like, oh, maybe she's going to be into Edward now because he's, like, Superman. But he's like, oh, actually, they seem to hate each other. So that's great for me. (laughs) He's been, like, lounging on their desk and talking with his back to Edward. He's like, this man is not a threat to me. Little do you know. I'm about to get with my girl bells. How annoying. I can't stand Mike. I cannot stand him. (laughs) Mike, Jessica, Renee. Mm-mm. I hate them all. Mm-hmm. We like two characters in this, but no. I barely like Bella. Yeah, I know. I barely like the main character. So while Edward listens to Mike and Bella's awkward conversation, it dawns on him that even if Bella turns Mike down, eventually she's going to end up with somebody. She's going to end up with a Mike. She, well. Like eventually that, you know, you don't claim her, somebody else is going to. Right. And he hates that. Um, Edward can't really understand why Bella turned him down, 
But the real Twihards know that it's because she's got a thing for the weird boy <laughs> she sits next to in biology class who's really mean to her. The one who's been ignoring her for the last month. Yeah, she's, she's really like, into mm, him. I like him. Yeah, she's like, oh, mysterious. He saved me. Yeah. Um, Edward finally, after over a month, makes some eye contact. Not, you know. God. Not, not any words. Could you imagine if a boy that you were interested in ignored you for over a month and it was like let me look you in the eyes today i gotta see what you, i gotta see what what's going on you want? i would be so mad looking at me for what so of course when they make eye contact bella blushes and edward's like oh my god what could that mean oh god because he's an actual idiot who knows nothing about girls what do you mean what does her blushing mean what are you talking about why don't you notice he knows nothing about girls, and it's actually so weird. Mm-hmm. You have you've watched people in relationships. Why are you so oblivious? So Bella's like, okay, whatever. Like you're looking <laughs> at me real weird. In Twilight, she describes it as like just like this intense stare. Yeah, because why are you staring? Because he doesn't even say anything to her. He just stares at her. So the bell rings, and Ella, Bella's like whatever, I'm going to go, because we're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And Edward's just like, hey. Get out my face. <laughs> Get out my face. Because you know what? Now we have to fight. <laughs> what? What do you want? Bella naturally is like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Why are you talking? She, like, has no patience for it. Patience for it. She's like, are you done ignoring me now? And Edward, asshole that he is, is like, eh, not really. He's like, I, don't, I haven't decided. And she's like, fuck! Well, I hate that everything is on your fuck terms. You. And unfortunately, you know, she tries to get away real quick and dumps all her books on the ground. Because she's clumsy. Because she's clumsy as shit. And Edward's like, I'll pick them up for you real quick. And she's just like, God damn it! <laughs> she, like, hates them so much. She's like, I fucking can't stand you. You're weird as shit. You talk to me one day, hate me the next. I gotta go. I can't keep up. And now I gotta go to gym, which I hate. Yeah. I'm in a bad mood now. So he pulls the classic... We shouldn't be friends thing. And we all know how that usually plays out. When he says this, Bella, who over the course of Twilight and Midnight Sun, we learn has a temper. A big big one. A temper. She's actually kind of violent. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when somebody playing games in your face every single day, how can you not? I already had to move to this town. Right. It rains every day. I got seasonal depression and you up here messing with me. I got... Into a car accident, my first Literally. like month of school. Literally. Things are not going good. Eat. I have a temper. Leave me alone, or talk to me. One or the other. So she gets really mad and is like, "You know what? You should have just let me die. You should have <laughs> let the van squish me." Yikes. And Edward is confused and he's angry. Like he's very angry because he's thinking. Do you know how hard it is <laughs> to keep you alive? And you think I would, you know, be happier if you were dead? He's but, like, I'm going through my whole day not breathing. So you, you don't die. But also, you're not telling me anything. So how am I supposed to know that? Right. Right. So don't get mad at me. Get mad at you. Right. So now they're both <laughs> frustrated. And they go their separate ways. And it seems that our depressing duo is just never going to get on the same page. God. During Spanish... Edward's trying to figure out what to do. He's completely ignoring his teacher, and he says, like, she knows my Spanish is better than right. hers, so let her 
fuck around and get fucked I up. got 70 years in the game on this Spanish. So I like, caught the Spanish flu. What you talking about? He's like, oh, I know about Spain. <laughs> fuck you mean. <laughs> Don't ask me about Spain. I'll tell you some stories, boy. <laughs> Senor- Senorita Groff. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like in Spanish class like, what the fuck am I going to do? He's like, I obviously can't leave her alone. Alice was right. You shouldn't bet against a fucking mo- a fucking fortune teller. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, psychic? <laughs> so he's like, I can't leave her alone. But does that mean I got to kill her? He's like, that just seems unreasonable. <laughs> Why don't he just live? Like, I feel like he's doing all this thinking. Like, just relax. He has, he's done all this thinking and not one bit of action. No. Not one bit of action. So after school, Edward decides he has to wait around to see how Bella handles the other two boys. Oh, God. So... Eric? He's like, oh, she turned down Mike. Let's see. Maybe she's yeah. like, maybe. Because Bella's hot. Like, oh, everybody's like, yeah. Bella's skin is described as see-through. Translucent. <laughs> her eyes, too big for her face. <laughs> Girl ain't cute. So I don't know why everybody on her. Oh, my God. I sound like Lauren and Jessica. She ain't cute. What they talking That's to her That's why give me a call. Right. So Eric and Tyler, they want to ask her to, the, they uh, once again, want to ask her to the girls' choice dance. This is so good. Yeah. The drink is very good. And I'm raising my voice because I'm out. <laughs> and I ate half the pomegranate. I'm like, you know what? These not that good. I saw you. I'm like crunching on I them. I like. <laughs> and the face you were making. I was like, okay, you shouldn't have ate them. But they not good. Them. You kept eating them. I was them. hungry. <laughs> I'm gnawing on pomegranate Sierra hasn't eaten today. So he's over here gnawing on pomegranate seeds <laughs> that she hates. So... Okay, so Eric and Tyler are asking Bella to the dance. Okay, so he find like Edward finds this hilarious yes. and nerve wracking because on one hand he's pretty sure that she's not gonna go with either of them, like she's not very into either of them. But she, uh, Edward loves watching yes Bella squirm he and be this uncomfortable. Is so funny. And she's an awkward person too, so mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, I love this." He's like, "Oh God, this is so this. fun it's to like watch. A, it's like a show." Ugh. So, um, he's like also thinking, what if she actually likes one of these dudes? Mm-hmm. Like, now what I'm now I gotta kill them? What am I gonna do? I the whole time. So, <laughs> so Edward, Edward gives us the ultimate flex saying, quote, maybe she likes average boys. I'm like, Edward, please. When I read that, I was like, this man is out of control. She seemed like she's into average boys. Now she don't want to be with no man. She don't want to be with no seventy year old man. She don't want to be on the winning team. She want this gangly team. I can kill all them. Thirty <laughs> seconds. Dare me. <laughs> she want an average boy. I see. Uh, she's like this one got acne. It's a teen. <laughs> acne. Well, guess what vampires don't got. Acne. We got flawless skin over He's here. Like, look over here, man. Look at my sibling. You see Perfect. a man. A man. <laughs> flawless. I can run fast. I drive fast. You know I lift vans. <laughs> I'll save your life every day. For the rest of my existence. We got money. Broke boys. You like oh, broke boys? Well, let's talk about this later on. But the Cullens are literal billionaires. Mm-hmm. Because they're also criminals. Yes. Because why... I got super strength. I have master manipulation skills. I got a girl who could tell the future. So I, guess what? We about to get into some stuff. We don't need to work. Carlisle does that for fun. 
<laughs> Shits and giggles. He just He's likes like, tinkering in people. Get to go on my nine to five. Ooh, can't wait. He's like, this is so fun to be like a working class person. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's a billionaire. <laughs> okay. So, oh, wow. Bella, who's just trying to get home after a very frustrating day, because, you know, Edward ruined her mood, and then she had to go to fucking gym with Mike, <laughs> who, as we know from Twilight, pretty much ignored her during gym because she turned him down. Mm-hmm is then bombarded by not one, but two unwanted invitations. Wow. First, Eric Yorkie's shy ass comes and asks sir. If you're not confident enough to ask me out get on out a date, get out my face. Get out my face, sir. He's like, hey, Bella. No. <laughs> Big no. No. <laughs> I'm out of town. She quickly defeats him. She's like, I'm going out of town in Seattle. He's like, okay, bye. On, on, the, on the day of the dance? Yes. Yes. Any other dances, I'm going to be out of town. I'm booked. I'm sick. <laughs> I got a hair appointment. I got to wash my hair. And he's like, okay. And then he books it out of there the completely opposite direction from its car. He's like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, but then, to make matters worse, Tyler Crowley, who just almost killed her a month ago, has the audacity to also ask her. Oh my god! Hey, I was wondering if you'd ask me to the girls' choice dance. You guys don't understand the concept of a girls' choice dance? (laughs) Because three men have asked me. If I didn't come to you, I don't want to ask you. (laughs) This goes into conversations about consent and patriarchy. Mm -hmm. These men are like, well... She's not asking me to the girls' choice dance, so I'm going to ask her to ask me. Get out my face. I, this is how I know I have a temper, because I really want her to put her hands on them. Yeah, because at this point, it's getting ridiculous. Because at this point, you're being annoying. Yeah. And Tyler especially, because he says, oh, I, I heard that you were going to be out of town for Mike, but I thought you were just lying. I wasn't lying. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so angry right now. Made worse by the fact that I've been drinking. Yeah. I want Bella to punch him in the face. Because yep. he's like, I thought you were just it. lying and you wanted to go with that boy. No, sir. You almost just killed me a month ago. Yeah. And none of this would have happened had Edward, in his attempt to, like, fuck with her, blocked her car in. She was trapped. <laughs> he was, like, waiting. His siblings in the car, like, let's Dude, go. Let's go. He's like, <laughs> this is so funny. Probably, he's like, you see her? She, she mad. They're like, Edward, please, for the love of God. He's like, this is funny. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you don't see her? <laughs> like, who she cares? Mad. She mad. <laughs> Rosalie's like, let's go. I need to get home. Brush so, her hair or something. Right. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Are you I don't doing? see no TVs up in this house. Like, all night. <laughs> You got a lifetime. You have an eternity. What you got to get home to do? <laughs> Homework? You got some time to spare. Right. So, uh, Bella is yet, like, I'm going out of town. And Tyler's like, yeah, I heard that. But, you know, we thought you were lying. So then on the car ride home, Alice, who is obviously seeing her future with Bella clear up, Acts like, you know what? Can I finally talk to my best friend or no? If there's one thing Alice don't have is patience. No. Nah. She's like, can I, I would have been now? asking too. Like, because obviously you're not really talking now? to her, so can I? Now? <laughs> <laughs> and Edward is always the downer. Like, he asks her why he even, you know, why even bother if he's going to kill her. And I'm like, well, okay. Well. Alice is like, true. She's like, no, just, true. just tell me when then. <laughs> so, Edward spends most of his night, because, you know, they don't sleep, so he has a lot of time to think and a lot of time to do things. Mm-hmm. 
he spends his night again hunting. He just is hunting so much because he's like, maybe if I just am full of blood, I won't kill her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just gonna fill myself. And he describes it as like he feels sloshy, slushy, mm-hmm. like he can feel all of it. It's disgusting. So while he's hunting in the dead of night, <laughs> he starts thinking about how unlucky our girl Bell, our girl Bella is. You know, she's constantly tripping, getting into accidents, almost dying, and to top it off, a vampire is in love with her. So, as he starts to sort of mull this over, like, he's like, this girl's got, like, a fucking curse on her or something. (laughs) He's like, she has a price on her head. He convinces himself that he has to see her with his own eyes to make sure she's safe. Yep. In the dead of night, he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna go take a peek and see if she's good. Since she's always in the trouble, I gotta, you know, it's up to me. In the middle of the night, you never know. He, yeah. he, he says like a meteor might hit her. Yep. Real casual, real calm, real logical. In in a world with vampires, mm. I know it's witches. Got to be some witches. You ain't about to have a world with vampire without no witches. <laughs> Stephanie, where are the witches? <laughs> Where are the witches? You got werewolves, you got vampires. Where the witches at? Right. Call us. Let us know. We got some stories. Vampire uh, Twilight 6? What number is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. She got three different Twilights. Girl, bye. Three different Twilights. How you gonna write the same book three times? And you know what? She took our money. Cash grab. Took our money. We own all three versions of Twilight. Yep. Yep. I was like, take my money, please. Christmas morning. Oh, my God. You got me to live in Twilight. Twilight. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Didn't even know this book was out. <laughs> so, okay. So, he gets to Bella's house and is, you know, chilling in the forest. But then he decides, you know what? I can't see that well. You got supervision. You can see just fine. A lot of pomegranate at the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, he decides it's not close enough. So the logical thing in his mind is to break and enter. A little B and E. A little B and E at midnight. So he convinces himself that this is okay, you know, by thinking through all the the dozens of laws they their family consistently breaks. They already we already broke half of them. So what's another? Right. One? He's like, we stay breaking the law. We ain't nobody criminals. gonna catch us though. He's like, we're criminals. Let's just. He's like, it is what it is. He's like, I've murdered so many people. Right at this point, <laughs> what well. is another? Minus well. <laughs> So in this scene, we get Bella's first bit of sleep talking. She's weird. She's a sleep talker. Yeah. A sleep talker. I talk in my sleep. How do you re- reveal all your secrets in your sleep? She'd be like, she'd be having visions. Edward, no! Right. Edward Don't stay. go! Like, girl, bye. <laughs> and, and Edward's like, yes. Oh I get to God. listen. You know, I, I can't read her mind, so I can listen, but I can listen to her in her sleep. Yeah, it's weird. So now she's talking about her mom for a little bit. Um, well, no, she, he listened to her talk to her mom for a little bit before spending a few minutes, you know, talking stuff about himself because he's being a real, like a super creep. Yeah. He's like, I'm like a peeping Tom. Yeah. You actually are. You are. Actually, you're worse than a peeping Tom. what if she was like getting dressed and stuff? Like. You're actually worse than a peeping Tom because you broke into her house. (laughs) Because you're like in there. You're in there. Hiding. You're not just watching from outside, dude. You're in her house. But you can see everything from outside, so why couldn't you stay out of my house? And then Bella, when she finds out, she's like, oh. She's like, that's kind of sweet. Like, he's a murderer, dude. Like. Therapy is what they need. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 
So he's just gotten the strength to leave when Bella says his name. And was like, I knew it. Oh, oh, <laughs> so he first is like, oh shit. She woke up. And he like freezes. And then he realized she's still sleep talking. And he's like, oh boy, do I feel alive. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. He says, quote, I, I began to plot. <laughs> All right, she liked me. Let's go. He said, let's get her. I'm going to get her. <laughs> we also learn here that vampires in the Twilight verse are unchanging beings. Mm-hmm. So that means that their personalities, moods, desires, likes, and dislikes all freeze when their body freezes. So Edward has been frozen kind of like at his 17-year-old self. Ah. It, it t- Exactly. Makes sense. Because he don't know how to talk to girls. Nope. Makes sense. You remember seven Dang, that sucks. Boys? You can't ever learn. That's why it was such a problem when they were making the baby vampires. Yeah. So, very few things can cause like fundamental shifts in vampires. Um, love is one of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And when that does happen, the changes for life. Wow. So Edward says, "Quote: It would always be for me too." I would always love this fragile human girl for the rest of my limitless existence. I gaze at her unconscious face, feeling that love for her settle into every portion of my stone body. Wow. So Feelings. Yeah. Deep. Feelings. He may have been frozen, but he definitely... Got that vocabulary down. He he be saying some. I mean, he's had centuries to read books. Oh, that's fair. Books, learn languages, (laughs) all those great things. So Edward gets home just after his siblings have left, quickly changes and runs full vampire speed to school. He's like, I gotta go see my girl. He been there all night too. Wow. He spent all night with her, and then is like, I gotta get to school. Bella's waiting. (laughs) (laughs) So. He waits for her to get there, and when she does, she's obviously, she gets out of a car, and she's so fucking clumsy, she yeah. drops her keys into a puddle, and he full vampire runs. Like, he don't, he's like, whatever, at this point, he's like, she already know I'm he's something. like, that's my girl. <laughs> he runs over to her to get um, the keys, right? Mm-hmm. So while... And she's like, what the fuck? She's like, how do you get places so quick? Like, what's going on? He's like, you I'm a track star. He's like, you just don't observe very well. Again, gaslighting yeah. her. Don't gaslight me. Ain't this a terrible way to start your relationship low with somebody? Key. It low key, not healthy. Low key, not healthy. So while Edward, had, he's gone through this whole transformation overnight where he's like, oh my God, I'm, I gotta, I gotta be with Bella. Yep. We're, we're together now in his mind. <laughs> That's my girl. That's my girl. I don't even know yet. <laughs> That's my girl. Bella's still pissed at him for yesterday in biology because she's a human and mm-hmm. humans hold grudges, yep. especially teenage girls. So um, she has no time for Edward's games. She's like, you're really weird, dude. She's like, leave me alone. She's like, what are you? She's just like, I don't have the time. <laughs> I, she's like, I gotta go. So Edward decides for some reason that messing with her would be funny and a good idea, given her current mood. Um, he He's begins, like, oh, she's pissed as fuck? I'm, I'm a play a- with her. <laughs> <laughs> he begins to ask her if she has plans for the day of the dance. And she was like, you gotta be kidding me. She said, get out my... Three boys have already asked me. And I know you know. 
you haven't talked to me in a month now. What you, you talking about? You asking me what my plans for the dance are? Get want? out of my face! What do you want from me? He at you know, but he just wants to accompany her to Seattle, and Bella was like, huh? <laughs> It starts to hyperventilate and sweat, and everyone's like, did I scare her? Like, what's oh wrong with God. her? But he has no clue about girls. Like, you know, Bella's probably been waiting on this day. Right. So, you know, Edward's trying to keep the conversation light and fun, mm-hmm. but his feelings are He's like, keep it deep light. Keep and it light. Keep I know, it he light. keeps on saying, like, keep it light, keep it light, keep it light. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm done trying to stay away from you. And she's like, okay, not light, my dude. Like, yeah. you're not being light. So, he's like... Let's just hang, you know? Let's just hang. And Bella's like, sure. Also, you want me to get in your car to go to a city. After you haven't talked to me for over ta- a Yeah, that seems like you are you are plotting something. Bella's actually really dumb. Because I'm this like, This boy has no, been so mean I'm to good. you. Yeah, this boy has been so mean to you. And now you're like, okay. Why can't you ask me on a regular date, though? Like, why don't you want to go get, like, coffee yeah, or something? Weird. You want to drive me to a different city? It's weird. In your car? And there's so much forest in between Forks and Seattle. You about to kill me? You about to kill me? No. That'll be. And I'm like, I just got here. I'm just trying to hang out. With I my haven't dad. had a solitary peaceful <laughs> moment. I've been murdered almost. You chasing after me. So the chapter chapter five ends with Edward racing away from Bella after she says yes, because she's like, he's like, I gotta get out of here. Maybe she'll change her mind. Oh God. <laughs> and um. This is actually really funny because the whole time he's like, I hope she can tell that like I want to hang out with her, but she really shouldn't hang out with me. I keep telling her she shouldn't what hang out with me. conflicted things to try to portray like, to someone? You really shouldn't hang out with me, but let's go hang out. Yep. And she's like, But you know you. I'm ta- but just in case I'm held responsible. Right. I told you. Right. He's like, we really shouldn't be friends. And she's like, Okay. Like, what do you want me? So you want me to say no? Are to we you? going to Seattle or not? Yeah. Because like, I don't understand. It's. Edward is dramatic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's our recap for chapters yeah, three through five. That was a long one. Nice one. Some really big things happened though. So that's yeah. why it was so long. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I have no doubt that other chapters will be oh, as yeah. long. Oh yeah, you guys better as, buckle ah. in. Y'all better buckle <laughs> in, let me tell you. So each episode we're going to be discussing the most prevalent theme in the chapters we're reading. The theme for chapters three through five of Midnight Sun is love and lust yeah uh these boys definitely love bella if you couldn't tell already um they, lo- they are they so love her. obsessed with her mm-hmm. it don't make no sense this goes back to our first episode obsession why are y'all so obsessed yep. with her? i feel like that's just such a common both of these things obsession and love and lust are just so many yeah it's i'm i'm sure we'll have to um repeat yeah some themes because it's all over this book mm. um these chapters chronicle Literally every boy in Bella's life trying to work up the courage to ask her out. And Bella is so oblivious to this um, because nobody in Phoenix even talked to her. They so. were not checking for her. No. so She doesn't like, even have weird. any friends. She she's, never mentions friends. She's a Forks 10 for sure. Oof, boy. So let's take a tally here. <clears throat> we have Edward, mm-hmm. one, who, you know, with the help of Alice, discovers that he loves, will love her. Yep. Then, while we wait for Eddie to gather his courage, a gaggle of teen (laughs) boys make their move. Number two in our lineup is the generically popular Mike Newton. He's a fucking creep. Yep. He asks Bella to the girls' choice dance. I will never get over that. Mm -mm. And when she declines, 
because she has plans, he has the, the nerve to be mad at her. Like, he's genuinely annoyed with her. Oh, well. Next up, in third place, is Eric Yorkie. Like, what? What an annoying name. Why First is your last all, name Yorkie? Yorkie? Why isn't it just, like, Eric York? Ugh. First of all, Edward describes him as gangly. So, <laughs> you got one strike against you, my guy. <laughs> Secondly, he lacks confidence. He's like, hey, Bella, we go to the dance. No, Mm-mm. I don't want to go to the dance with you. Leave me alone. But Bella's obviously too nice. <laughs> Next, finally, thanks to Edward's meddling. <laughs> See, this wouldn't have happened if Edward wasn't such a dick. Right. Tyler Crowley gets his chance to ask Bella to the girl's choice dance. Edward describes him as tediously average and unremarkable. Edward will describe any human boy in these ways. Edward is mean. Mm-hmm. He's really, 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 really mean. Yep. <laughs> And by this point, Bella's annoyed and is like, please leave me alone. Her attitude doesn't deter Tyler, who says they they always have prom. And then the she audacity. was like, you could, uh, Edward saw her face and she was like, oh God, I got to do this again in like a few audacity. months. Oh. She has a really good crop of boys to pick from. Oh yeah. But ones she, that want to murder really, her to yeah. like ones that can't take no for an answer. Yeah. So next... We are going to share our favorite moments from chapters three through five. Okay, I was really excited for this. My favorite part happens in chapter five mm-hmm. when Edward, with the help of Alice, finds out that he's in love with Bella, or at least he will be. Yeah. Um, they literally have a whole family meeting <laughs> to discuss his obses- obsession with this girl yep. and how they might have to kill her. Like, they're like, it's gone on long enough. Yeah. We got a killer. <laughs> well, there's nothing else to do because you're being really weird now. Mm-hmm. And Alice is just like, oh, wait, like, maybe don't kill her because we're going to be BFFs. Yeah. And Edward is going to love her. So. And Edward's just like, what? He's like, absolutely not. How embarrassing is this? Alice is like, yeah, you're going to love her, and I'm going to love her, and it's going to be great. And Edward's literally like, he has his hand, his head in his hand, and he's like, <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> Rosalie is like, oh my God, of course you would fall in love with a human. <laughs> She's like, you're so fucking weird. And Emma's like, what? <laughs> Jasper's just like, oh God. Oh wow. He's like, well, I'll listen to Alice. So, I don't know. It's just, it's the scene's so embarrassing for Edward. Yeah. If you think about the fact that he's frozen at 17-year-old him. Yep. You know, it's so mortifying, and I find it so funny that this had to happen in front of his whole family. family. So they have no secrets. Well, they can't even they anyway. Can, they can't. So embarrassing. Loved it. <laughs> so I can't really choose one favorite moment, but I just love every moment with Emmett. He's a super fun guy. He likes to keep things playful and light. Um, he can always find a bright side of a serious moment. And he's also a ride or die because um, even if Rosalie was dead wrong, yeah, he rides for his sister wife. <laughs> like <laughs> he loves her. He rides for Edward. Anything you know, like he doesn't let anything get between him and his family. So yeah. he's just he's like, you know what, time. bro, I'm gonna cover your. Tra-. And then he has the. He has that outlook on life that a vampire should have. Like, I'm here for a long time. Yeah. He's like, I'm just, I'm just. So. This is all shits and giggles. Yeah. Like, because I already lived my life. Right. Like, my life life. So, you know, what is this? So, 
It's kind of like I'm giving him prom king, but you love Emmett. I love Emmett. <laughs> Emmett, I like to think of as like myself. Like the stuff does not need to be heavy all We're the time. We're just here for fun. Yeah, for fun. Um, We're okay. in a simulation anyway, so listen, this is all fake. <laughs> Each episode will be awarding the honor of prom queen or mm-hmm. prom king to an outstanding character, and this week's prom king is. great he he's he's the leader of the cullen hale clan successful doctor overall really super nice guy um it is theorized that carlisle's vamp power is his compassion his ability to be empathetic and while that may seem like a lame power to some it's seriously lacking in a lot of people right so good power to have good power so Carlisle's our prom king this episode because he is truly and genuinely supportive of Edward, despite the fact that his obsession with this random human girl is putting their entire family at risk. Yep. He doesn't judge, but he simply looks to be a, a support to Edward as he, you know, goes through some of these challenges. Yeah. When Edward goes to Carlisle in a hospital to inform him of the accident, instead of getting angry at Edward... For possibly revealing their secret, Carlisle embraces him and tells him how proud he is. He's and, like, wow, I know which way that could have went, and yeah, I'm happy it went this like, way. I'm glad that you didn't kill her. Yeah. Thank you. When they have their family meeting to discuss what to do about Bella, he points out you know, how callous it is to just like kill innocent people because it would be easier yeah, for them. Yeah, thank goodness he He's said like, that. He's like, Rosalie, you're being real ridiculous yeah. right now. Um. Carlisle kind of works as, like, the moral compass of his family. Mm-hmm. They generally accept his advice and follow his lead. Edward especially looks up to him um, almost as, like, a god among men. Yeah. Or, you know, a god among vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So now we are moving into our history section. This season we will be focusing on vampire lore each week we will talk about different aspects of vampire history, legends, and famous tales that relate to our episode. Um, this week's Hoochin' and Hollerin' Vamp History lesson is about Incubi and Succubi. Which is like a dark... It's darker than I thought it was yeah, going to so be. Yeah, so trigger warning <laughs> if uh, we'll be discussing some hard topics like sexual assault. So just letting you know ahead of time, we did not know how dark this was going to be going into this, but we'll, yeah. but it was already written, and yeah. the research was already done, so we're going to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> so in these chapters, we learn that Vampire Edward is falling hard for a human Bella. Mm-hmm. With his predator lure and perfect features, in some societies, he would have been described as being an incubus. Yeah. In some societies, he would have been. In some. He is not He is the not... textbook definition of an incubus. Exactly. Yes. Some could view him that way, but he is not in this book. No. Just to be very clear. <laughs> um, an incubus is described across cultures and periods of time as a vampiric demon that feeds off sexual energy of humans the female version of this creature is known as the succubus um which edward dubs tanya in chapter two because of vampire strength 
and discrete abilities. Across tales, an incubus or succubus is known to engage in sexual activity with sleeping humans who experience this act as like an erotic dream. It's rape. Uh, it's rape. Yes. So, when having sex with the succubi or the incubi, humans can also um, experience declined health, um, an altered mental state, or even death. Um, human women can even get pregnant and conceive a half-incubus baby known as a cambion, which they touch on in Breaking Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tales of incubi and succubi come from all around the world in places like Germany, Chile, South Africa, Sweden, and Brazil. Each region commonly describes the monsters as menacing predators who seduce innocent people at night or in their dreams. Um, in most of the ancient stories, the incubi and succubi become, you know, they became scapegoats for real rapes and sexual assault and the reason why women were randomly getting pregnant by men other than their husbands. So they've been using this tail as like a, you know to cover up some in stuff the middle of the night and that's rain. why that's why i mean we couldn't they did help the it. same thing to the witches they said it, she's a witch wow hmm. so in real life in real real life like our life in um you know real life because sometimes i get I, I start reading about this and i'm like oh dang this sound real <laughs> <laughs> so in real life victims of incubi and succubi attacks can be Attributed to a few different things. Scientists explain that alleged victims could have, they could be having intense dreams during sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is real. That's real. I get that shit sometimes. Yeah, it's real. it's scary. Mm -hmm. um, victims could also, they could have a bad case of hallucinations, sleepwalking, or arousal while sleeping. Like just some intense dreams. Mm -hmm. um, another more serious reason for these attacks may have been that these victims were actual victims of sexual assault and they're creating this story to avoid like punishment like back in the day because back in the day women got punished for being because it's, it's their fault yeah yeah so uh believe Ooh. believe survivors yeah Tough. and that's all we got to say about that thank you bye and suck back yep okay that's our show for today uh thanks for hanging in there with us we are still so excited to talk midnight sun with you guys and get boozed up this week's cocktail was Delish. Um, so excited to do this for another season. Mm -hmm. Shout out to our producer Jeff, who yep. helps us make all this happen. Thanks, Jeff. Um, if you're reading along with us, we'll be discussing chapters six through eight of Midnight Sun next week. Be sure to tune in next Thirsty Thursday for more hot takes and delicious cocktails. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Eh. Or Spotify podcast. Subscribe and rate us five stars. Yes. Period. Period. <laughs> Still working on that tagline. <laughs> I can't think of one.